How do you walk blameless in a world that loves nothing better than shifting blame, throwing blame, slinging mud right and left? That's what we're talking about on today's episode. Stay with me. Are you tired of feeling like you have to hide your faith in order to be successful in business? Welcome to the Flamingo Advantage podcast, where Christian marketing and client experience coach Katie Horner leads you to embrace your uniqueness, to see the marketplace as a mission field and your business as an act of worship. Hey, welcome back to the Flamingo Advantage podcast. I'm Katie Horner and super, super grateful that you've tuned in to listen today. We're picking up on part two of the talk that we did two episodes ago. If you look back at episode number 66, we were talking about how do we make an impact in the secular marketplace without compromising our values. And today we're picking up where we left off in episode 66 with part two of it. And we've titled this one, Walking Blameless in a blame-addicted world. I hope that you will tune in and get a lot of benefit from this. Again, there are show notes that contain all of the scripture verses that we're using in today, as well as any links to anything mentioned. And so we invite you to check that out. And as always, share this with a friend that you believe would also be encouraged by the content. This was a class that we delivered by video originally. And so we're going to shift into part two of that message right now. The third thing there, how do we make an impact in the secular world without compromising those values? By walking blameless and without rebuke. And for this one, I want to go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 13 and following. It says, for it is God that works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and disputing that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding forth that word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run this in vain or labored in vain. So did you catch all of that in there? How are we lights in the world? How do we do this without compromising our values, without murmuring, without disputing with one another, arguing with one another, being blameless, being harmless, not causing pain? to other people without rebuke. And he says specifically, do this, be this in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation so that you can shine as a light in the world, so that you can hold forth, so that you can show the word of life, the life that God gives. He put us in the world and asked us to be protected from evil so that we can shine that light. And the way that we do that is by being blameless. So I want to walk in excellence in the things that I do. I want to keep my word. I want to be someone that nobody can look at me and say, she's always talking bad about somebody or she's always complaining about something or I don't follow her anymore because she just stirs up trouble. I want to walk blameless. I want them to look at me and let nothing be there that can keep them from seeing Jesus. Let there be no distractions on my part from you seeing God shining through me. I don't want to complain. It's not worth it to argue. I don't want to be disputing I don't want to be doing the things the world does. I want to walk blameless. I don't want there to be any reason why they could say something against Christ because of me. And that's how I keep those values strong. Sometimes it's knowing what I won't do. I won't complain on Facebook, right? Now, does that mean that nobody ever has a bad day? Does that mean you, if you do, you can't share about it and be authentic? No, there's been several times that I've shared about something hard that we've been through but you've got to share it for his glory. This story that he's working in you is for his glory. 
It's not just so other people can commiserate and, oh, poor you, and let me pat you on the back, and you have such a hard time. I feel so sorry for you. But it's pointing them to Jesus. Yes, there are hard things, but he walks me through it. A few years ago, I started using that phrase, God walked me through it, because it reminded me of his presence. He's not absent in the hard things. There are things that I want to complain about on a regular basis. Get me behind a piece of tech that's not working and my patience goes up like that. There are things that are super frustrating in life and in business, but patience, if you look at the actual definition of that, I believe that patience is agreeing with God about the timing of this situation. And so if God is really in control of all things and God is not surprised, then this not happening the way I want or as fast as I want to must have been totally okay with him for some reason. And if I'm impatient or frustrated about that, it's showing that I'm disagreeing with my all-knowing God about what he thinks should happen today. And that puts me in a place above him, which is kind of like idolatry. And so keeping those core values means being blameless. It means being patient. It means not complaining. It means if I am authentic about the hard things, I'm still pointing people to Jesus through them. There's lots of hard in life, but he promises to walk with us through that and allow us to glorify him. First Corinthians 10 31 again, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. And if he has called us, if you consider that a calling or a mandate in that verse, he's called us to do everything we do for his glory. Then hop over to 1 Thessalonians 5, 24, where he says, faithful is he that called you who also will do it. And so if he's called me to do everything I do for his glory, and then he said, he's going to do what he's called me to do through me, then it's just, again, about being that conduit, being that channel for him to work through me. I don't have patience today, Lord. I need you to be my patience. I'm not feeling very happy about this right now, Lord. Help me to show them Jesus. I'm feeling really frustrated. Help me to see your purposes in this. You've called me to this situation. You must do it through me. And there was times in our life and in our business where it felt like we just couldn't trust anymore. So broken, so hurt, where it felt like, Lord, I don't even have it in me to trust but I know you've told me to trust you. And I know you've said, if you've told me to do something, you'll do it through me. So I'm just asking you to trust for me right now. And he did. And all of that allows us to live without rebuke, to live in a way that is blameless because we're doing everything that we do for the glory of God. Those policies that I have in my business, they're for his glory. It's to protect his business assets. It's to administer well what he has given us to administer. The marketing funnels that we have, we're being as truthful and authentic as we can do so that we're not giving a bad name to the name of Christ. The last thing he needs is somebody out there being like, oh my goodness, they said they're a Christian or it's supposed to be a Christian company, but I sure did not feel any love coming through that sales call. How can we not compromise our value? We know what we can do. We know what we will not do. And we take all of those things, those values that you guys were talking about, authenticity, community, creativity, integrity, kindness, gratitude, love, acceptance, grace, perseverance, inspiration. All of those are positive words. And we funnel everything that we do in our business through the lens of those values for the glory of God. And when we do that, I believe that he will help us to be able to not compromise our values. Does it mean that we will never have to say no to an opportunity? Probably not. Does it mean that we'll never be tested? Absolutely not. 
I think of Jennifer's story. Jennifer's one of our, our clients and she took on a client who then after the fact began to dabble in some of the dark arts. And Jennifer's like, this doesn't sit right with me. It was her biggest client. And everybody was saying, well, it's okay. It's not your thing. You're just doing the work for her. And she's like, I'm not sure I can do this. It feels like I'm promoting something God says not to promote. And I was 100% behind her. So Jennifer, if you need to walk away from this in order to glorify God, God's going to take care of you. And he did. And she walked away against all the counsel of everyone else around her. She walked away from that client and God gave her her own business, ended up allowing her husband to come home and work from home on his side job that he now loves. We've got the house that they've dreamed of. They've got an Airbnb for extra income. God completely grew her from there into things she could only dream of at the moment. Now, is it all because of that one decision? I don't know, but I do think he honored that she glorified him with her business decisions and being true to those core values. And the people who were watching her saw the impact. Why do we share our stories in our marketing? Why is it so important to include pieces of you and what God is doing in you in your business? Because when they hear what God has done for you, they're inspired for what God can do for them. To your story for his glory. Now, if you can't tell your story for his glory yet, if it's still all focused on you and the the pain and the the hurt and the heart or what you did, it's not time to tell that story yet. But when you get to the point of healing where you can tell that story for God's glory and you can use it to say, if God did this for me, I know he can do it for you. God wants to use that. It will make an impact. People who are watching will look up to you. They will see. I have a, a friend that I've met in some of our, our secular business conferences who is a, a shaman. And do you know, he is one of the most vocal supporters on my personal page whenever I share about what God is doing. And every time he does, I'm like, man, look at that. Even those who do not acknowledge God as God recognize God working. There's actually a scripture that it talks about those who don't acknowledge him, praising him for what he's doing. People are watching and both the people in your inner circles and your outer circles and those greater faraway stretches of impact are watching what you're doing and being impacted by you honoring those values, honoring your God with the choices that you make in your business. Again, just to repeat these, number one, you're in the world, but God is protecting you from the evil. And you are taking steps to protect yourself from the evil practices of the world, separating yourself, standing out because of the way that you do business. Number two, you're a light to the Gentiles. You're showing them Jesus by the way that you serve with excellence and serve with love and have that peace and joy that comes from walking with him. And number three, you are walking in the secular marketplace in a way that is blameless and without rebuke, glorifying God with your story. This is how we will have an impact in the secular world. Thank you so much for listening, my friend. Your message does matter. God put you here on purpose. There is someone that you need to reach with it. And if we can be of service in helping you get your message to the world in a bigger way, please get in touch with us and let's see if one of our programs or conferences may be right for you. We also have a Bible study for entrepreneurs. I don't know if you're aware of that yet. The Walk Worthy Bible Study, learning how to walk out his high calling in our life and our business. We invite you to check that out at theflamingoadvantage.com forward slash worthy. And uh, we'll be happy to get that information to you there. It comes out weekly by email. So uh, no live calls, nothing that has to take up more of your scheduled time. But we do invite you to dig in and learn more of God's word there around how to walk out the calling that he's placed on you in the secular marketplace. 
Thanks for listening today. Thanks for being part of our audience. We love having you here. We can't wait to see you in the next episode. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend and consider joining our free listener community at theflamingoadvantage.com. Remember, my friends, your message matters and your voice is needed. Don't be afraid to let your flamingo show.